Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. The, the, the universe is a cruel, uncaring void. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. The key to being happy isn't to search for meaning. It's to just keep yourself busy with unimportant nonsense. On 93 WIPC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Abdul Hakeem Shavaz, attorney at law, writer for IndiePolitics.org, and guest host here on 93 WIBC. Abdul, how are you? Doing good, my friend. Everything's going well. Can't oh, complain. I want to get to this lawsuit you're involved with. You're representing a member of our staff. You're rep- <laughs> I want to get to that here in just a few minutes. This is probably first time. This is the first time we've publicly talked about it on the air, and I definitely want to get to that. You're representing Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show, and I want to ask you about that. But first, let's start nationwide, some of the the stuff that's making national news. Uh, Lindsey Graham, Senator Graham from South Carolina, comes out this week. In fact, the day that the inflation numbers came out, and they were even worse than what the administration was expecting. Lindsey Graham says, oh, hey, by the way, we want to do a federal abortion ban. Talk about the timing of that. He's getting criticized by both Democrats and Republicans. You're a political animal. You know a lot about this stuff. Was he right or wrong to do that in terms of timing? As far as timing goes, I think his timing is as good as custard's. To be, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> to be, okay. To, to so be, that answers that <laughs> question. To be honest with you, uh, because uh, the, the narrative was on inflation, was on like you know gas and groceries, as a colleague of mine says. We do the Sunday morning talking head shows together. And then Lindsey Graham comes along and then totally wipes out that narrative, which to me makes no sense. Now, I see, I, I technically see what he's trying to do, which is, hey, we think we're in trouble. We need to show up our base. We need to have a, a federal ban on abortion after 15 weeks, uh, even though you said before that this should be a matter set about, decided by exactly. the states. Exactly. That's something else I was confused about. I thought the yes. GOP was like, no, nah, this is a state's thing. It's a state's matter. So just kind of kind of make up your mind there. Uh, it didn't help because you had Mitch McConnell like, no, it's a, it's a state issue. Yeah, yeah. Now, once again, it sort of it puts that issue back on the forefront because you got Democrats yeah. saying, it's "Like, see, look, they told you they want to ban abortion. It gets the gets their base all worked up, <clears throat> and those moderate independents uh, all worked up as well." So, uh, what was going through Lindsey Graham's head? I I'm not sure, but it, it wasn't it wasn't the electricity that's used to run the synapses in your brain. <laughs> no. And again, the timing of it. This was the day that the White House put out a tweet: "We're going to have a celebration for the Inflation Reduction Act." And then the numbers came out, and the inflation was high. The numbers were awful. They still had the party. The stock market tanked that day. Stock market tanked. They still had the party. That was going to be the top story on every primetime news outlet show. But then Graham Nasty comes up there and says he wants to do a federal abortion bill. Next thing you know, you've sucked all the momentum out of what you're trying to accomplish here. Like, was that just him on his own? Was somebody advising him? Because if that's the case, somebody needs to be fired. I think it was probably he was probably thinking about it. And then one of his advisors said, "Yeah, you should do this because it'll it'll help us out. It'll help us with our base, and it'll it'll motivate people to come out to the polls." Uh, they could have waited 24 hours to do that, or, or 48 hours. 48, or, right? Or 15 weeks, so like the waiting period. So okay, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> but the bill has no chance of passing. It doesn't make any sense. So, it, so his well, a lot of times, a lot of times, lawmakers will introduce yeah, bills that yes. they have no shot. But basically, what they're trying to do is either a get a headline, or b tell their constituents like, "Look, I told you I'd fight for this. Introduce a bill. Didn't go anywhere. But this way, you got to give us control of the the government. Then we can get it done." Blah 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 blah. So we're a little bit over fifty days away from midterms. Around fifty five days away from the midterms. We were talking off the air in terms of the key races around the nation. Which ones do you have your eye on, and can we look? Into a crystal ball here. What are we looking at? 
I'm looking at uh, the races, National look at the race in Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio, uh, Michigan, and actually Wisconsin. Uh, Ron Johnson versus uh, Mandela Jones, because that's going to be an interesting race. Uh, and also Georgia, because the polls are really close in a lot of those places. Uh, I think you say Georgia? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, uh, between Herschel Walker yeah. and uh, Warnock. And, and Warnock. I think I think Warnock ekes out a victory in Georgia because Herschel Walker is nice guy, bad candidate. Uh, same thing uh, in Pennsylvania. Muhammad Oz or Muhammad Oz, you know, bad, bad. If you're a Dr. Oz and you're saying, listen, Fetterman, I get that you have had a stroke, but you're going to have to debate people when you get to Washington, too. So let's have a debate. And Fetterman comes back with, all right, I'll debate you, but it's going to be very close to the election. I get to wear an earpiece, closed <laughs> captioning, and I get a practice round. What kind of crap is that? It's called the crap you get when you're the front runner. <laughs> How is this guy winning, though, Abdul? Like, Fetterman just, I'm concerned that he's not up for this. Like, there's a lot of people you could say, I don't like their politics, and that makes sense. You watch Fetterman speak, and he's clearly missing a little bit here. What's going to happen when he gets to Washington and he's going toe-to-toe with Ted Cruz on some sort of bill on the floor? Uh, probably the same thing that's happening right now. But the thing is, with Fetterman, Fetterman was always, he was their lieutenant governor. So he's got so he's run statewide before, and he's got some name ID, whereas Oz has never run before. He's and, definitely got name ID, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, got, he's got name ID, yes, but he, but Oz also has some issues with the, with the thing at the grocery store. And he's a flawed candidate, and, a and, very and flawed homes. candidate. And, and that's why... I, I chastise my Republican friends for, for nominating these, these quote-unquote MAGA candidates. You, you may like them, but they're not necessarily good candidates. Herschel Walker, who, who said he had a kid, it didn't, it didn't admit he had a kid. You got, you got Oz, uh, Vance, who was anti-MAGA, but he was anti-MAGA before he was MAGA. You, you have flawed candidates. But then you have Democrats propping up these GOP MAGA candidates in the primaries, right? Uh, Democrats spending money to get MAGA Republicans elected in their primary pushing out the moderate republicans uh, what's their strategy there well they, they, they probably figure the, the mega candidates are, are, are worse candidates than, the, than yeah. the moderate candidates even though even though the, even though there may be some uh, slight differences on, on the policy perspective for example back home in my home state of illinois in the governor's race uh, you have a guy from downstate illinois uh, and a guy named darren bailey who's a big mega candidate who beat a uh, more moderate uh Mayor from Aurora, Illinois, where Wayne's World is from, you know, party on Wayne, party on guard. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the MAGA candidate won in part because the Democrats said, "Hey, this guy's nuts. Let's spend a million dollars, have him win the primary, and then we'll kick his butt in the in the, in the, in the general election." Doesn't that really destroy the Democratic narrative about how dangerous MAGA Republicans are? I mean, if if MAGA Republicans, as Joe Biden said, are some sort of existential threat to democracy. If they're domestic terrorists, if 75 million people are extremists, then why prop up GOP MAGA candidates? It destroys their narrative. Well, it is, but you're you're attributing a certain amount of political sophistication that doesn't necessarily exist. (laughs) So what I heard was everybody sucks. That's what I heard from you right there, Abdul. Yeah. Abdul Hakeem Shabazz with us, IndyPolitics.org. That's why I like ranked choice voting. I'm a big fan. Get get rid of primaries. Just give us ranked choice voting. The the top two vote getters, they face face each other off in the general election and be done with it. All right. We've got some legal stuff (laughs) to get into. You know, whenever you make that sound, I always, always, my butt cheeks start to clinch up just a little bit. (laughs) Well, it's nice to know. (laughs) There's a little situation going on with our colleague, Rob Kendall. He was being 
uh, bashed online by a group, and now there's legal stuff. So take us from the very beginning here, Abdul. Rob can't talk about this because of the advice of his legal counsel, which is you. Yes. So please take us to the beginning. Hey, I happened? got Rob Kendall to shut up about something. You should congratulate <laughs> me. You should get, you should People super- across <laughs> the city are going, how did you do that? <laughs> super more often. Uh, yeah, uh, once they, like, uh, in the end of October, uh, end of August, uh, there's this group uh, from in Southwest Indiana, the Evansville area called in the Evansville area called themselves Young Conservatives of Southwest Indiana. They're big MAGA people. Uh, one of their one of their uh, founders is a, is a mayoral candidate for the mayor of Evansville. He's a perennial candidate. Always talks crazy. They obviously don't use spell check either, but that's a whole nother surf for a whole nother time. And so on August 31st, uh, Robin Case wrote something on their Facebook page about Joe Biden and the police officers. And so then the, the young conservatives wrote, you know, Joe Biden hates police. He's also pedo Joe. And they also called Rob pedo Rob. I'm like, do you just call Rob a pedophile? Like, what in the? Whoa. Like, where did that, where did that come from? Well, they're big fans of Diego Morales, which Rob isn't a big fan. So there's some of that back and forth that's been kind of going on. So they're Morales people. Yeah. Rob is very critical of Morales. Yeah. And so they, they didn't like it. So they called Rob a pedophile. And I'm like, so I sent them a letter like, hey, guys, uh, you can't you can't do this. You need to apologize and, and kind of walk it walk it back. Otherwise, we'll pursue our legal options. And they decided, like, you know what? That's time to double down. So they doubled down on it, uh, said we're, we're, we're protected by the First Amendment and we're a satirical page. Like, no, the First Amendment protects you from the government. It doesn't protect you. The First Amendment has never covered defamation. Right. You can't call and, somebody a pedophile. It's right. like the worst of the worst. Exactly. And and also what it is, it's called defamation per se, which is like the worst form of defamation that you can get because you accuse somebody of a crime with no evidence, no nothing uh, to, to back it up. So so Rob and I we talked about it. I was like, hey, you want to file a lawsuit? He's like, sure. Like, so we filed suit in Vandenberg County Court. And this is somebody that is running to be the mayor of Evansville? Yes. Wow. And he's so running what, the Republican primary. What are you looking for here? Da- uh, damages? Uh, punitive and compensatory damages. Uh, we don't know how much they have, but they had... Uh, I, I saw a number in one... I saw the number 50 grand. Is that yeah. right? Okay. That's what you're Take looking for. Them I mean, for that was, that was, <laughs> this has been written uh, in news or news outlets, yeah. but this is the first time we've ever talked about it on the air. Yeah, it was actually it was in a complaint I filed. I asked for fifty thousand dollars in compensatory damages, uh, punitive damages, whatever court, whatever other wow. costs the court the court will find. Also, uh, what uh, their 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 reply back was the the guy who the guy who, one of the guys we named the lawsuit doesn't really run the page anymore. Another guy runs the page, but we named him in the complaint, too, so we'll see what happens. So now they're backtracking a little bit. They're getting a little bit scared because you basically said, blank me, blank you. We're going to have some legal stuff here. Now, is this the group that also was ripping on you on social media, Abdul? Yeah, they they said I was an anti-Semitic lawyer or Uh, something. Yeah, I saw. I said that. I'm like, like, whatever. Fine. Going back I mean, that's, that's the freaking business. Take these people I, for yeah. everything <laughs> that they've got. Holy I mean, crap. I, I think it's just like, hey, you know what? We're, we're all in the talk radio communication business, so spirit of debate, we, we, we have on a regular... Right. regular we have and on we a regular... get called things all the time. Nigel, you're an a-hole. Hammer, you're this, you're that. That's part of the gig. But when you call somebody a pedophile... Yeah. Dude, that's that's going a bit above and beyond, and I don't care if you're a satirical paper or not, they're going to have to answer for that. I say satire is like pornography. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it, and that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Uh, you're off this week because of IU football, right? Yeah, IU football this week, uh, but we're back next week. Abdul, thank you. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7, on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.